can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. Hannah, I just said to you, uh, Corny and Travis are married and you're like, what? 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 So as we're recording this, that news has just dropped. Can I say that I just watched the latest Keeping Up with the Kardashians and the the actual message that I sent my mum, Linda, was... Is it just me or is this really, really ick? And they were at like a dinner party at Chris's yes. house and he was like, I love you so we much. We were screaming oh! when that was at, like watching that back. I felt so icked out. Yeah. Imagine being Scott you in that situation. Do that. Do Like, yes, do that. Like in the, pri- like yeah. cute. do it in the privacy of your yeah. own home. It was the standing in the middle of the rug where the couches were Fully making out with tongue and everybody's just watching you. (laughs) I love you so much. He's so like softly spoken. And then the other ick, the other ick thing was when she was talking to the fertility nurse about could they I won't ruin it, but go Go and watch watch it. It's way too much for me. It's I'm struggling with it hard. Yeah. Even like I was like blushing at that scene. I couldn't believe but that they said that. But also you were on board with them like a week ago and I was saying to you it's too Oof. much and no, I can't. Okay, I want to see allegedly marry in Santa Barbara wedding. Yeah, so they got okay. engaged in Santa Barbara. So they've obviously gone back. It looks like they've eloped. Right, okay. Which I uh, – and to be honest with you, I'm really off Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly oh. because she said, did you see that quote that I posted where she she claims that she manifested him at four years old? Um, like she <laughs> created him with her thoughts and intentions or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, babe, you've really taken it too yeah, far now. Like, I think we need to put a stop to that. Just You can't <laughs> manifest your future husband at four years old before he was born. That's not how the world yeah. works. So she thinks that she <laughs> created him. With her thoughts and intentions as a four-year-old and because she's four years older than him. I was not thinking about that when I was four. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Wow. Okay. And then she also said that they drink each other's blood as, for ritual yeah, purposes. Was a red flag. And I just thought, you know what, like – this is really this is the and the other thing the other couple is Kim and Pete. So she was on Ellen and she said yeah. instead of getting a tattoo, he said he wanted to get her name branded, like actually branded like a oh. cow in his chest so that he could never get it removed. Ah. Too much. I mean, look, that, that's a bit of commitment, I would say, from him because he's dated a lot of women in Hollywood. Like, that's like another level of reassurance for her. <laughs> like, and she was talking about it, like, oh my god, it's so cute. Like, she was like, it's so yeah. cute. I'm like, that's not that cute. Like, he's getting, yeah. he's like getting himself <laughs> branded with your name. Anyway, it's mm. the world's like, yeah, they've all gone a bit mad. I think mad. Yeah, post COVID, it's mm. just. <laughs> Hollywood does not look the same, but I think maybe we need to. You know how we're obsessed with JLo for a while, then you got obsessed with yeah, um, yeah, these people. Maybe we've got to just move on to someone else. Yeah, now. Maybe, maybe some like really yeah. stable Hollywood couples. Yes, like, that would be nice. Um, like you know, Catherine Zeta Jones and Michael Douglas. Like maybe we can find yeah. some like long-standing couples that hmm. you know 
that that we can look up to and aspire to. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, Joe, what is on today's episode? Uh, So we have a very special guest joining us again. Uh, She's your mother. Linda. So she's joining us to talk about beauty trends from back in the day. How professional has she gotten, by the way? Linda's professionalism really? is honestly through the roof right now. <laughs> she you must be so proud I said, of her. I, I said to her, uh, I said, Mom, I was really shocked and surprised at how well you did. You didn't even sound yeah. like you were reading off a piece of paper. She didn't. She's She sounded yeah, really good. She sounded, and she also made sure she went back to the conversation. Yep, like yep. even when we got carried away, yep. she would pull it back to the topic. Yep. So She did say to yep. me after, she said, oh, I just never thought I'd be doing this at my age. It was really sweet. Oh, bless her. <laughs> <Bless> <laughs> uh, and then we're also talking about clear and brilliant uh, fractionated laser, which I've had recently. And of course, our products we didn't know we needed. Well, it's been a while since we've had uh, Linda, join us. Welcome back to the podcast. Hello, hello. We're... Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Very excited to have you on today. <laughs> what a pleasant surprise. I know. I was so <laughs> chuffed to be asked. <laughs> I thought maybe I did something wrong last you know time. What? I think it's probably been a year. From the first time we had you on, though, just behind the scenes, looking at you be properly set up. Yeah, how much better am I? Wow, very professional. There was nothing wrong today except my video, but I got that back on before Hannah could make fun of me. Yeah, yeah. Very good. (laughs) So you're here today to talk to us about what the beauty trends were and what your routine was as a 30-year-old around mine and Hannah's age. Uh, when were you thirty? What year were you thirty? I had to. I had to do my maths yeah. on my calculator. Nineteen ninety-one. Oh, a good year. That's not even that long ago. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like nineteen seventy-three or something. Oh, <laughs> that's because we forget that it's twenty twenty, yeah. and the nineties was thirty years ago. I had to do a bit of googling because you know the memory. But in nineteen ninety-one, actually, the biggest thing in beauty that happened was—I don't know if you have heard of her, but Poppy King. No. Does anyone know Poppy King? So she was eighteen, and she launched a small range of lipsticks. I think there was only about seven, and they yeah. were all red tones, and they were very, very different to anything else. And that's because they were super matte. Um, mm. and that just didn't exist. So I had what you would describe as a rather large mouth. So I just <laughs> loved a red lip. Um, but I want to say, although it looked fabulous then, for me now I kind of feel um, the red lips a bit harsh and, you know, sadly your lips shrink as you get older. So <laughs> Shrivel up. <laughs> they, shrivel up and they, die. You've said that before, yeah. <laughs> So I think I only do it occasionally now. I'm a bit more smoky eye and the pink nude gloss. I do miss that red lipstick. Wow. Mm. So, Linda, if you had to describe, like obviously you've got the red lip, what were your other go-to products or what was your go-to look of the time? So during that time being pregnant three times, I – always used a Clarins oil on my stomach. I cannot, I've tried to Google it. I can't remember the name of it and I can't confirm a hundred percent that it was the oil, but I actually didn't get any stretch marks. I used it religiously. Mm -hmm. Um, Might be genetics. (laughs) (laughs) Possibly. Um, 
And I see now, I just checked the website that your website adore, that Clarins do a tonic body treatment oil for firming and avoiding skin slackening. So they're sort of targeting now to pregnant women. But for me, I, I don't know why I picked it, but it worked. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. Not, not scientifically confirmed, but you've no. got no stretch marks. No stretch marks. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, what else? In the early 90s, everyone had big bouncy waves because the 90s supermodels had that. Uh, we had the Jennifer Aniston's, the Rachel. But when I went back yeah. to find some old pics, I actually just had dark, straight hair, except I had a fringe. So I was going to oh. just show you there. Uh, oh. Yeah, that's very Have you Linda. got the red lip on red, there? It looks like you Red do. lips, yeah. yeah. Red oh, lip, gorgeous. fringe. Gorgeous. You, what was what was the Dyson of the day? Because you use the Dyson Airwrap. I well, I'm I've sort of gone back nineties a bit bouncy now, but you know layered and bouncy. So I've reverted, but back then I think it was just you know the old brush and brush and hairdryer. Uh, hair yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you. I remember you used to wear curlers, those like Velcro-y curler things. To, oh, well, that wasn't 91, though. 91 was just straight. Uh, now, the other thing that I have always done and still do is that I lined, I used to call it the inside of my eye, but I've discovered it's called the waterline. <laughs> <laughs> now, I just cannot get out of the habit of that. I still do it to this day. The only thing I've done is I've swapped out black for blue or green. Mm. I use Makeup Forever Aqua Resist Colour pencil um because that stays on all day and doesn't transfer mm, I love and that pencil it's brilliant when I had my makeup done for Alice's wedding which is a few years ago Talia didn't use a liner is it not popular maybe Joe to have um, lined I think it definitely went out of fashion for a little while I think it's definitely hmm. more on trend now to use now. a liner very much like in that inner corner as well using a liner so I wouldn't be surprised if if you had your makeup done again now if they were to yes. use a liner on you ah uh, I went upstairs she was doing the makeup in Alice's apartment I came up and checked my makeup and I thought there is something missing because I'm just so used to yes. it. So I, I I added bright blue and when I saw her again, she said, what, have you added blue liner? I don't think she really approved. But, um. No, I think that's totally fair because at the end of the day, you know, when a makeup artist is doing your makeup, you want to feel your most confident and you want to look like yourself. So if you feel like that little thing is missing that you're used yeah, to having. Yeah, it was missing. Yeah, you just need to do it. I totally feel that. I would have been highly offended as well. So. <laughs> I would have been like blue liner. Yeah, that doesn't look Because makeup artists use, they're very specific mm, about yeah. the tones that they're using. And like if she had used like a purpley brown or something, mm. whatever she had used to bring out your eyes, you're just like, oh, no. It and just put yeah. it like that's yes. that's quite rude to the artist. It's it's an art, it's a it's a it's their it's their work of art. And you I know. Just I think yeah, but Linda's got to wear it all day. It's like it's like Linda. It's like going to like an art gallery and be like, oh, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> Let me just add something to it. <laughs> Let me just add um, something to it. And the other thing that we all did in back then was we were addicted to eyelash curlers. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a thing anymore, Yay. but um. That certainly doesn't do your eyelashes much good. And so now I have eyelash extensions. I wouldn't also use them. Also doesn't do your eyelashes. <laughs> I don't think we've made many advances. What are you on about? That's probably worse. 
Well, I, yes, and I use IMB <laughs> to try to make my base lashes just yes. a little bit thicker. But it's sort of like a catch-22 because um, I just feel completely naked without lashes now, so mm. I'm stuck with those. It is quite a vicious cycle, isn't it? But I feel like if you got on the INV, that I had to come out of it as well. I had lash extensions once. And I was like, I got them off and I thought, I'm in trouble here. I can, I've got to go back to them. I can't live like this. Yeah. But then I started on the mm. IMV and it really, and IMV and lash lifts really changed my you life. Got, you got me actually, Joanna, onto lash lifts, but I just mm. feel I don't have enough lashes. The yeah. I didn't realise that INV, I only discovered that recently, that you can use it with extensions. Oh, so, can you? I didn't know that. So she said to me, do it every morning. Yes. Don't worry about having extensions. Yeah. And yeah. that way, you know, it help, and it helps keep them on. Um, I do and have always worn foundation. I like to even out my skin tone, especially mm. now. And I'm actually currently, Hannah got me onto Estee Lauder Double Wear, which I swear by oh. at 60 plus. Mm. It is absolutely perfect. Wait, so when you were hiking in Europe recently, did you put your double wear on before you left the room? Oh, my God, I don't leave the room. I don't face anyone oh, without double wear. You're kidding. Darker. Are you you're kidding, Linda? No, I, ne- I never went. Who were you worried about seeing? I just, I'm not comfortable. I don't think, I, no, no. Wow. I, I do my makeup. I do, it's a quick routine when I'm away hiking. That's double wear. I only took a, quick a small routine. bag double of makeup. Wear. <laughs> double wear. I do some eyebrow, um, yeah, a bit of pencil, a bit of brown eyeshadow, waterline, um, blue eyeliner, uh, <laughs> lip gloss, done. Hiking just something pain. natural. <laughs> yeah, something very natural. Wow. Mm. Okay. Well, you know what, Linda, I feel like that's gold. You do, yeah. You. Yeah, you put a lot of effort in and that's great. <laughs> a lot more effort than Hannah and I on a daily basis. <laughs> if I could have packed the Dyson Airwrap into the backpack, I would have, <laughs> let me tell you. I don't doubt that. <laughs> Is there anything that you regretted doing? No, because I think uh, I was always into beauty and makeup because mm. I'd worked at a chemist from 14, so I sold Longcom mm-hmm. and then I actually wanted to be a makeup artist and I remember applying to Channel 7, 9 and 10 with absolutely no experience. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I love Hello, the I'm here. And I got <laughs> I got three rejections and I just sort of gave up after that. So I, <laughs> Of course you did. <laughs> Didn't didn't decide to yeah. study makeup. You actually just gave up. Oh, and if they won't hire me without experience, I don't want it. I just wanted the fastest route there. Um, I would say the only regret, if I'm looking back on these photos, is I just went through a little stage of having some highlights in the fringe, and and that really oh, was no. ugly as so. So you didn't overpluck your eyebrows in the '90s like everyone else. Not in the 90s. I think I was back to trying to get them um, a bit thicker. Mm-hmm. That that really would go back to school days, I think, yeah, skinny 70s eyebrows. kind of yes, time. terrible. Yeah. Late, late 70s, mm-hmm. mid-70s with a single line, peroxided, peroxided the front of my hair, dreadful. Mm-hmm. But not when I was 30, no. 
Mm. I think I had it sorted out by then. Do you think that Hannah and I are going to look back on ourselves in another 30 years and go, oh my gosh, what were we thinking? Because we look back on photos of ourselves from high school and it's like, oh, what was mm. that? Yes, that some of that sort of fashion was a bit, um, yeah. no, I think, um, well, Hannah doesn't really wear any makeup now. That might be the only regret. She <laughs> Much to your distaste. <laughs> I wear more makeup. <laughs> Mum thinks I should wear makeup 24 hours a day. I actually <laughs> sent I sent her, I was doing a sponsored post and I sent her the first frame of like a, two options yeah. and one was like, one was makeup, one was without makeup. Like I don't even know why I asked. Yeah. You were just like absolutely no. with makeup. <laughs> and I just, I wanted to show you something quickly. Um Recently, I brought a bright palette of purples, Ooh. blues and greens because I just love colourful makeup. Yeah. But I actually don't know what I was thinking because it's really not ideal, I've discovered, on a 60-plus face. Um, Why do you say that? I haven't worked out. Maybe I need some help to learn how to use it. Mm. But it does sit in my drawer and I look at it and it's just a very sweet reminder of my past. I'm going to show <laughs> it to you. Oh, oh my I God. love that. Where's oh, that from? What brand is that? It is Morphe Colour Me Cool and I didn't get I, them. I'll the, do. Why don't I? I'll oh, use okay. it on you and show you how to use it. Joe yeah. Joe taught me how to do colour and I can teach and I can yeah. pass that on the to most important my, thing, my Linda, I would say, is it is just having a primer of some sort underneath before you go putting it oh. on. So either oh, really? a concealer or an eye primer and then just pack oh. it on as opposed to, you know, using that winds. Make- winds what is it? Windscreen wiper motion. Try and pack it on first and then blend. Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'll show. Uh, she won't understand what any of that means. I'll oh. show you, Linda. As an aspiring makeup artist, I think you're underestimating <laughs> <Yeah>. her. <laughs> she I... calls it the. She calls it the inside of her eye. Yeah. She doesn't hey, know. She it. Borderline. I... <laughs> <laughs> I do use some of these colors just underneath. What do you call that? Underneath your lashes. Yeah. Yeah, I but I haven't line. I haven't risked doing the um I reckon you can pull it off, Linda. Really? Yeah, yeah. I do too. And even yeah. if, if it doesn't look great all over the lid, we can always wet an angled brush and use it as a liner. Oh, all this sounds very professional, mm. Joe. Yeah. I have to get you around <laughs> yeah. for cheese and a makeup. You tell me the date yeah. and time and I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today. It's been very lovely to chat to you again. Thanks, Mum. I'm gonna be following you great. up for that wine and cheese and makeup night. <laughs> Makeup, coloured makeup. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for having me on. Hannah, I went into James Vivian a couple of weeks ago and I took a voice memo while I was there because you weren't with me mm-hmm. and Rachel was doing my treatment. So I voice memoed it to add into this episode before we discuss fractionated laser or clear and brilliant. And you'll hear how much I'm struggling with <laughs> the pain threshold here. Uh, but we're going to put that in so that you guys can hear that before we get into what the actual treatment involves. Okay, so I'm here at James Vivian. We're in the middle of my Clear and Brilliant treatment. I'm in oh, a world of pain. Oh, my God, she's doing my nose. Ooh! Just the ache. Uh, this hurts a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's always good to get underneath here. Mm-hmm. Ooh! Ooh! Okay. Okay. Oh, my God. Why do you choose the most painful area to do? I just get over and done oh! first. Okay. Sorry. I'm doing really well. All right. This treatment is not for the faint-hearted. But it is a beautiful treatment for the first signs of ageing, scarring, pigmentation. Oh, my God. 
Obviously not for someone that's pregnant or has oh. no asthma. <laughs> so Rach, tell us to distract me. Yeah. Um, talk us through the actual treatment and what Clear and Brilliant does for the skin and how it works. Yep, so Clear and Brilliant is a 1927 basically laser treatment that works on first signs of aging. Um, so great for sort of a skin that's finding those fine lines that are just starting to come up or pore size. They want to minimise that. Um, even great for brides. Oh, okay. this treatment before brides. Okay, just bite your bottom lip for me. I like to get right up as close as I can. Oh. I know. Sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Sorry. We're very oh. thorough here at James. Oh, I wish you were. <laughs> Hannah, I posted on my stories the other day after I had my second session of Clear and Brilliant that it made me look like a fetus the mm, first time. But you already look like a fetus. And I was very excited. See, you think that, but then you have this treatment and you're like, I didn't before. I didn't look like a fetus before. So I'm very, very pleased with the results of this treatment. I had my first one while I was on a clinical placement and then I was like, wow, that was epic. I want to have another one. So then I went back to James Vivian and I had another session. It would have been five months after my first one. So it's really probably not something you need to be doing at my age, late 20s. Mm -hmm. um, it's probably more when you're starting to see those first signs of aging or you've got advanced signs of aging. So there's two hand pieces and I'll go in to explain that a little bit more later. But for those who don't know what Clear and Brilliant is, it is a brand of non-ablative fractionated laser. So non-ablative meaning that... I was going to say, what's non-ablative? <laughs> so non-ablative meaning that your stratum corneum stays intact. What's a stratum corneum? <laughs> the, out, the outer layer okay. of your skin. So there's nothing, you're not like, oh, it's not an open wound, essentially. Oh, right, okay. Um, and then fractionated meaning it targets a fraction of the skin at a time. So this one's often referred to as Baby Fraxel. Mm. And remember, the Clear and Brilliant is the brand name. So the actual modality is non-ablative fractionated laser. So if you are looking for a treatment provider, that's something you can Google, but Clear and Brilliant will come up. Um, so it's called Baby Fraxel because it's about a quarter of the strength of the original Fraxel, which has been around for many, many years. My mom had Fraxel. Mm. Her face yes. was puffy and really yeah. quite swollen. So intense. You, yours was a quarter of that. Hers, yeah. Yeah, so about six clear and brilliance equals two fraxels, so roughly. So how actually does it work? So the energy of the laser creates these micro channels in the skin and they're called microscopic treatment zones, which then reach down to the dermis and they stimulate all the collagen and elastin and all the lovely stuff that makes your skin look very plump, rejuvenated, glowy, which is where you get that effect a few weeks later but you don't really see the full effect until like three to six months so I guess for people who are wanting something very quick you're not necessarily going to get your full results within two weeks but I'd say it would be awesome for brides specifically and Rachel mm. said the same thing um, when I was in there seeing her the good thing about clear and brilliant and with laser and light-based therapies you need to always consider the Fitzpatrick skin type so the color of your skin and the good thing about this is that it can cater to all skin types, all Fitzpatrick skin types. So um, that's a benefit of this treatment over some other modalities as well. 
So as I said before, it's either for superficial treatment of things like skin tone, texture, pores. That would I would say is for your late 20s to late 30s maybe. Uh, so I had the Pamea handpiece, which is for that uh, superficial treatment. And then the original Clear and Brilliant handpiece is for your more mature skins because it travels deeper into the skin. So which one would I be getting? The, the one that You'd you had? probably get the Pamea, yeah, yeah. Yeah. At your age, if you had quite advanced signs of aging, that's where you'd opt for the original. Mm-hmm. To my knowledge, there's a bit more downtime with the original because mm-hmm. it's a bit more of a hectic treatment. Um, whereas the downtime for the Pamea is almost nothing. Mm -hmm. The thing with it is that um, it feels very, very uncomfortable to have, which you'll hear Mm -hmm. in that audio recording, but you end up with this sandpapery skin. It is the most textured skin Mm. you'll ever feel. It literally feels like sandpaper for seven to 10 days. I feel like that's what skin needling does a little bit. Oh, no. No, not like that. Like another level. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So you're red and everything after the treatment. You feel very sunburnt after the treatment. Yeah. And then for the next seven to 10 days, you've really got that textured skin. Like makeup, you can just see it sitting in all these like flaky bits. It's just... It's not a pleasant treatment to have if you've got a an event on or something that weekend. So definitely time that because they do say, seen on a few different websites, they're like, oh, there's next to no downtime. I'm like, mm, but if you're used to having quite smooth skin or you're mm. having your makeup done for something, definitely do not recommend having this seven to 10 days prior. So what does um, Clear and Brilliant actually treat? I would recommend it for anyone with uneven skin tone, dullness, like they just don't have that radiance or bounce to their skin anymore, textural irregularities, enlarged pores it's great for as well, and then also the Pamea is good for sun damage and pigmentation too. So you might like this actually. I reckon maybe you should hit James up and have a treatment. Yeah, I think I would really. Yeah, I will. Hannah, you will struggle hard with, with the pain. pain tolerance. Yeah. Mm. So I had the Pamea on the medium setting. But did you get no numbing cream, obviously? No numbing, no, no numbing. It feels like mm. the needle sensation of having needling done. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like you've got little spiky things running over your skin and then the heat as well. Mm. So it's just really not a comfortable treatment to have. I would say it's the most uncomfortable I've had. So compared to Fraxel, would you get numbing cream with something like Fraxel? I can't even remember if my I mom- believe most... In yeah. most cases, you would have numbing for Fraxel. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest with you, like I always wonder how much numbing really. I mean, I get numbing for my tattoo removal. I can still f-ing feel it. Like, <laughs> Well, yeah, there's only so much a topical <laughs> numbing cream can do. I, it would definitely take the edge off this for okay. sure. But um, And look, in some clinics they will offer the numbing, um, but at James Vivian they don't for the needling either and it's more around that um, vasodilation and just understanding where where the skin is at in yep. terms of the end result because yep. um, you can see the erythema in the skin. So it's definitely not a fun treatment, but some clinics will offer numbing. So if you are a bit of a sook when it comes to <laughs> pain I've tolerance. had skin needling many times without numbing cream. Yeah. And also, Joe, just remember they always go deeper with their needles on me than you. So Yeah. Oh. All right. No, you go and have a clear and brilliant treatment. You let me know. Let me know what the pain's like compared. Uh, so they do recommend three to six sessions usually, um, but that depends obviously on what your concerns are. If you're a bride and you just want a real freshen up, it may only be three, but if you've got other concerns you're trying to treat, then they might uh, recommend six. But with this kind of thing, it's always important to go and have a consultation with a qualified dermal therapist. 
And like how long are you actually at the clinic for? How long does it take? It's probably about as long as needling. Mm -hmm. So you're probably really only laying down having the treatment for maybe 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Depends. It could even be quicker than that depending on how quick your therapist is. But yeah, 10 minutes feels like three hours when you're (laughs) not enjoying it. (laughs) But yeah, I'd say about as long as needling because they do it in the same parts as needling, the way that they section off your face. Yeah. Um, So it's not too bad. You're not sitting there for an hour having it done. But yeah. Not something you would want to be sitting there for an hour having done, trust me. Oh, can I ask um, how much something like this costs so you don't know? <laughs> oh, it totally depends. It depends on the clinic. So the clinics have to pay to do the treatment. So yep. they, it's like a little card that you put in the machine mm-hmm. and it gives you access to the treatment. So it's probably more on the expensive end compared to, you know, your peels or your laser genesis and treatments like that. You're probably more looking at the close to $1,000 kind of mark. It would depend on the on the clinic for sure, yeah. but yeah, it's worth getting a quote from a couple of places because it's yep. not a set price for everyone. Like yep. with everything, some places are going to be way more premium with their pricing. Yep. Other places might be a bit more reasonable. So yeah, I would always base my decision on both price and the experience of the person who's treating you as well, especially with things like this. It's just... Yep. Yeah, you got someone putting a laser on your face. So well, sure speaking of that, I had my laser hair removal done after. I haven't had it done for like five, six months. It was wow. I forgot, I forgot what it was like to be lying Big there. Break. Yeah, with your bum cheeks, vulnerable. Yeah, it's <laughs> very the most vulnerable position you'll ever be in your life. <laughs> So, Joe, what is your PWDKWN? Mine this week is the MAC Studio Radiance Moisturizing and Illuminating Silk Primer. Um, this is a hydrating primer that I got recently and it is perfect for my skin. It says it's good for dull, dehydrated skin. My skin's been a lot oilier since I came off the pill. I've actually, can you see, I've got my first, first hormonal pimple there Ooh. on my chin. But anyway, uh, I still love my hydrating stuff, obviously, all about that. Um, but this is a really, really nice primer. It's got almost, I'd say, a gel texture, but it blends in really nicely to the skin. It's got hyaluronic acid, glycerin, jojoba oil, vitamin E, all ingredients that I would use in my skincare routine. Um, so I've actually been using that instead of my Eat Cosmetics um, Confidence in a Cream, which is usually what I use to prime my skin. So that's how good it is. It's taken over an OG. Um, but yeah, it's just a really, really nice primer. I feel like you would really like it, but it's probably not ideal for your skin type. But I know that you really like hydrating products. I um, really like them. And then the other day yeah. I like try, I think I got back from overseas and forgot how to do my makeup properly. And I think I used like, <laughs> you know, like a kind of dewier foundation with like, with like a moisturizer underneath. And yeah. then I put my mascara on and I put water and I was trying a waterproof mascara and I still had like panda eyes within 20 minutes maybe. So yeah. Yeah, I'm back on my like normal makeup routine, but I do love a dewy look, even if it only lasts for one selfie. To be honest, though, in Thailand, I only really, I very rarely wore makeup. But if I did, I did wear that ultraviolet dream screen. Yes. Oh, that wasn't too dewy for you. Well, because I did, I wasn't putting on mascara or um, Uh, eyeshadow. So I just looked like a dewy dumpling and that was fine but yeah. if you're then going to put eye makeup on that's the issue yes yeah for sure so I do like dewy if I'm not wearing any other makeup <sighs> mm. yeah 
I'm definitely struggling to find the balance between dewy and sweaty mm. slash oily right now. Mm-hmm. I'm very much not used to it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm making my way just a bit more powder here and there. And I've changed, I've been using the Ultra HD foundation again. I've not used it for ages and I started using that again. Yeah. That's yeah. So that's been nice. One of my faves. Yeah. Anyway, what's your product today? So for everyone knows, I love Kerastase and it's probably like of all the hair care brands that I've ever used, like you just will never be disappointed with the Kerastase mm-hmm. product. Agreed. And they, I had heard they were bringing out like a line that was just for curls and it's called Curl Manifesto. I think it came out while I was in Thailand because I saw we had a YouTube video mm. on Adore's YouTube. So I knew it had come out, but I did um, finally get to try it. It's so nice. Do you know what was like, I've tried so many curl products like in the last maybe six months and like one of the things that I, I notice is you've got to be super careful not to get that like slick look yeah because some of those curl balms are like are very like heavy and mm. I think that that's like a really fine balance so I always find the test is if you can straighten your hair after using the products and it's not greasy. Because, mm. like, I've done that before where I'm like, oh, I don't want curly hair and then I'll, like, straighten yes. my hair and I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's all that residue and it feels gross. So this actually I did do that. I let it dry curly and it was curly and mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, let's put it to the test and I actually straightened it and it looked really nice. So it didn't yeah. – it, there was no, like, texture on the top. So um, basically this isn't just one PWDKW and it's, like, um, just to give you the an whole over- range, an <laughs> overview of you don't have to buy the whole range, but um, I'll like sh- go through each of the products. So you've basically got the curl shampoo and then they've got like the um, conditioner. They also have a mask, but the two products that are really cool, which is the um, styling products, they've got like a curl cream that obviously you would put in like after um, the shower, but then they also have a refresh spray. So you can like, it's like a spray bottle that like refreshes your curls like throughout mm. the week. Um, so it's made with Manuka honey and ceramides, which works mm. to, pro- to protect and also restore curly hair. What curly hair needs is needs to be hydrated, but it like you can't weigh it down and yeah. so um that's like the number one thing for curly hair so um if you have curly hair definitely give this range a go it's obviously Kerastar, so it's on the bougier end but honestly like there's there are brands that i'm like worth every cent and Kerastas is definitely one of them I would agree with that for sure. I'm trying one of their new ranges. I think it's going to be my PWD, KWN like in two weeks time. Do you know how I know I love Kerastase so much? So I don't take glass away with me when I'm traveling because I mm. just I just don't like it's so you heavy. You took the magic serum, I took you? the heaviest <laughs> serum it yeah. was, and I used the whole thing. It was the Kerastase magic eight-hour serum and it was the only glass thing that I bought, brought with mm. me. So that's when you know I like love a Worth brand. It. Worth it. <laughs> So Hattie and I are very lucky we have a cleaner uh, that comes to our house. Can I ask a quick question on Hattie? I was thinking this other day, you do those like collabs with HelloFresh. Do you pay her to be the star of those? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) She's the talent. Of course I do. I was like, is she doing this for free? I mean, my mom, my (laughs) mom. So I pitch content to brands and I just put her in and don't tell her and she just has to do it for free. (laughs) 
No, Hattie loves cooking, but yes, I do pay her okay. as talent. Oh, uh, if you must know. Right, sorry, sorry. Continue. <laughs> no, it's probably worth worth people knowing. We're we're lucky to have a cleaner once a month, and we had a cleaner come the other day, and she left, and the place was sparkling, and we're like, oh, this looks so good, and she put all this stuff away. And then as the evening went on, we realised that there was many things missing and we were like, where is everything? And so I found Hattie had blown up these balloons for when I bought my house and they were still sitting in my room Yeah, and she'd put them all in my wardrobe but in different doors. Mm-hmm. And so every door I opened, there was just balloons in there. And then we were looking for the aircon remote to put the heater on and found that on the top of the fridge inside a box of face masks. <laughs> Oh, we were looking for it for ages. And then there was S- her SPF was in her shower. Her bioderma was in her bedroom drawer, even though it had been in the bathroom. It's like a fun game, fun cleaning My game. My nail polish. My nail polish was oh. in the TV cabinet. <laughs> it was, we were just like kept calling out to each other, being like, this is here, like just did telling you, each other where we'd found Did you give stuff. any feedback, more importantly? No, because I thought it was a fun little game. Oh. Yeah, we've not permanently misplaced anything yet, but I'm sure when we move out soon we'll realise that we were missing a few things we didn't realise were missing. Uh, but it was a fun little game. But I thought SBF in the shower was an interesting one. That's an one. interesting one. Yeah. I felt like yeah. that really gives it away. Like that's a game. It obviously yeah, and Hattie says said to me, SBF. You know, she's probably put these things here because she thinks that's where they should go. Like she's going, yeah. you guys are idiots. You should be putting yeah, yeah, this here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that reminds me of so, the Sex yeah. in the City episode where Miranda's cleaner replaces her vibrator. Yes, with a, yeah, with, with a, a cross. With yeah. a religious statue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a bit like that, but uh, we have fun. I Do you know what? In my old age, I have... I just find it quite meditative, to be honest. And my mum, I love cleaning. My mum used to tell me that that she feels she goes into like a deep meditative state when she cleans, and it's mm. stress relief. You've got a purpose when you're cleaning. I, I feel that on a Sunday I can put a podcast on. Actually, yeah. To be, I actually, I don't know if this is weird, but I bring my iPad with me and I put um, Law and Order SVU on. Oh yeah, and then I yeah, clean. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you all next week. See ya. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.